Welcome to Try That in a Small Church podcast. This podcast is designed to inspire positive change within a small church context. Using real life stories, conversations, and practical advice, we want to help church leaders and churches to impact their communities with the gospel. Well, welcome to the podcast today as we officially begin episode one. Episode one. Yes. Hand clapping. Don't be too loud there. So this is uh, Pastor Brad. Pastor Liston. Pastor Moose. And today we have a special guest all the way across from the heathen land of Wayne County. Across the great Ottawa River has made the trek over here through land and sea. Introduce yourself, brother. Yeah, I am the student pastor of Hall Baptist Church, uh, Josh Richards, the one and only, the great, the mighty, the small one. Yeah, he's not married yet, so he don't know any better folks. Amen. He's so, also he's also short. Yeah, so but he is engaged to be married. Uh, we appreciate you yeah. taking time to join us on our podcast today. And uh, like I said, uh, just the time we come together and discuss various topics. So for episode one, we really got something special for y'all. Today and uh, we'll talk about uh, this idea of chairs or pews in a church. Mm-hmm. Chairs mm-hmm. or pews in a church. And so, uh, funny story, true story. Uh, to start out true with, story. this not is a, true. Yeah, not a lie, not a preacher not, story, not but a this lie. is a real story. A real story. Thank so several years really ago, happened. yeah. So several years ago, I'm preaching revival, preaching revival for this church. I've never preached in this church before, so I go Sunday morning. I go early. Uh, they're in Sunday school, so I'm not going to bother them while they're in Sunday school. So I go and I sit in the sanctuary just kind of looking over my notes and praying. And I'm in the right-hand side of the church on the second pew, right, second pew. Nobody sits in the front of the Baptist church. So I'm sitting here praying, going over my notes, waiting for the pastor to come out. And all of a sudden, I feel this tap on my shoulder. True story. Tra- tap on my shoulder. It's this uh, older lady. And she says, uh, excuse me, sir. You're sitting in my pew. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So uh, I was kind, gracious. I said, ma'am, I am so sorry. I apologize. So I got up and I moved to a little spot. So, we, you know, go through the greeting time, go through the music time. And then the pastor gets up and says, hey, we're getting fit to start out revival this morning. You know, uh, Pastor Brad's going to be like preaching, you know, all week for us and different things. And so he gets up and introduces me. Come on up, Pastor Brad. And so I stand on stage. I look dead at that lady. And she's like, oh, oh, messed up. So so anyway, so uh, this idea of pews or chairs in a church setting. So let's, let's get some context here. Does anybody know where pews come from besides trees? Don't say trees. Where do pews come from? The history of pews. I, I, I don't know the history yes. of pews, Pastor Brad. Well, that's the thing why I'm here, boys. Yes. Amen. So will you please enlighten us? Yes, and I will. Teach us. And uh, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, we got pews because Grandmama had pews. We got yeah. pews because we all had pews. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the pews better match the color of the carpet. That's too. right. Well, I mean, yes, that's, that yes. Is, but that is, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the history of pews, uh, and before they were actually pews they were really benches but it goes all the way back to the middle ages and they became more common during the protestant reformation during the 16th century uh before that most churches when they gathered they didn't have anywhere to sit so they would be like standing like the whole service like you know yeah stand the the whole time yes yes but uh during the protestant reformation the reformers began to emphasize the importance of you know congregational participation in worship services that the idea that the people in the service actually ought to participate i know this is a revolutionary what? idea yeah. they ought to participate in worshiping they, they weren't baptist yeah and so um 
in a way to be more organized and structured, they uh, began to install fixed pews and benches in the uh, in the worship area to be able to accommodate larger crowds. So that way they could, you know, the goal was to be more orderly, more structured. And uh, really their desire was this, to promote community uh, among the church family by being able to sit together, to gather together, and worship the Lord together. Now, I don't know about you, but as far as an intent, as far as a desire, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you think so? Right. So that's the yeah. whole purpose of yeah. a pew is was to promote community. So that's the historical thought of it, and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. But the the problem is, is so many times when things begin as a good thing, they they just pack your pew Sunday. <laughs> yeah, pack your pew Sunday. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, that's very catchy. We could do that this Sunday. But over time, things that we forget the reason of why we start doing something, and we lose the why of what we're doing it, and the important thing then becomes the what. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we, yeah. you know, and and churches, you know, it can happen to do that. And I know, uh, you know, in churches I've been in, churches I've preached in, uh, you know, it's just this this uh, idea of un, you know, connecting uh, the reverence of God, uh, the holiness of God, with uh, the sanctuary, whatever you call it, the worship center, or even you know a a pew. And so, as believers today, we really have to think about this thing. Theologically, and what I mean by theological is this: is you know what does the Bible say? So, yeah. what does the Bible say about pews? What what chapter, what verse do we turn to 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 educate our people? This is what the Bible says. This is why we are to have pews. This is why we're supposed to have chairs. Y'all turn to Second Opinions chapter three, yes, verse yeah, one. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. You know, so, it's it, yeah. it's really humbling too when you when you go internationally and you. And you see our brothers and sisters in Christ worshiping together. They don't have pews. They don't. They don't, they don't have chairs. They don't even worship on a Sunday morning. No. In, in Thailand, they have to worship on a, in the mountains. They worship on a Tuesday night at about 9 p.m. Uh, for their safety. Yeah. And and they're all sitting along the wall, uh, just sitting and standing. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, yeah. And so the comfortableness of pews and yeah. chairs... We take for granted yeah. a lot of times. I'll, I'll never forget going to South Africa and uh, going to a uh, church and Sunday school was being led by a teenage girl and she was leading Sunday school for um, a group of kids. And uh, basically, in, in a sense, their church was just like tabernacle. Like they, they did have enough where they actually had like a kind of like a concrete floor uh, of sorts, but but no wall, yeah. um, no AC, nothing like that. I mean, it's the middle of summer too. No AC, yeah. no AC, no AC, no chairs or pews or nothing. These kids are just sitting in a circle on the concrete yeah. while she's teaching a lesson. Yes, that's so good. But you know, um, right after that, they start singing a song of worship, and they're all like stomping and clapping and singing, and they're having too. the time of their life without. Either. Walls or AC or lights or you know they're 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 worshiping the Lord, and and that is not hindering their worship yeah. whatsoever. So so Pastor Brad, what do you what do you think the issue and the resolution is for pews and chairs? Because we were talking before this started, right about in, in Ezra and Nehemiah and when, when the scroll was being read, what yes. did the people do? Brother, they stood. They stood and, and for a long time. Three hours. Three hours. A lot of times. Yeah, you would get fired today yeah. if you told your people to stand up for three hours. Hey, I, I was I was preaching 
two Sundays ago, three Sundays ago at Autumn Hall Baptist, and I preached from Genesis 1, 2, and 3. These guys probably remember. Uh, it was uh, I preached at Man Church here. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I read all oh, why three. Why would I not remember? Because you wasn't here. You, yeah, he was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, he was there. No, not, not that night. No, no I was night. not. No, he wasn't. You're right. Uh, I apologize. Keep yeah. going. The pastor can skip out on some things, you know, yeah. Yeah. Church, church this size. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> For three chapters, you should have seen some of the looks I got. Some of them was encouraging looks. Some of them was, is this guy really going to read, make me stand for, for three chapters? Pastor, they, they stood for hours. Yeah. I know. So. And that's why you had been invited back. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think uh, part of it is, is culturally. And, and what I mean by culture is just, just this uh, our American idea of church. Is like you say, it's far different. I've preached yeah. on two different other continents. Yeah, I've preached in Haiti. I've preached in Africa, and same thing. There's yeah. no, there's no pews. Yeah. There's nothing. Every church you go to, there's nothing. At best, when you go to some of them, the best thing you can hope for is is chairs. But this whole idea, you know, it all has to come back to this. What does the Bible say when it, when it comes to pews, chairs? You know, and I understand the idea of reverence. I understand the idea of respect. But what does the Bible say? In Acts chapter 7, verse 48, uh, Stephen is defending uh, himself. He's defending yeah. Christ before the Sanhedrin. Yeah. So you're talking about preaching and getting you killed. This joker's fitting to die. But yeah. he says this, But the most high God does not dwell in sanctuaries made with hands. Come on. As the prophet says, he says, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. He says, What sort of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what will be my resting place? He said, Did not my hand... Make all these things, mm. and what statement is reminding them is, hey guys, you can't put God in a box. You can't put God in a building. You can't yeah. limit God to a pew or even to a, a chair. He's not confined in any way at all because He is the Creator, and the Creator will always be greater than the creation. Mm. And and not just that, but you know, sometimes we forget what the Bible says. You know, we're in the New Covenant. Right, we're in a new dispensation. We're in a new era of salvation history, but because of Christ, God now not just lives among us through the Holy Spirit. God lives in us. Come on. And the Bible says in First Corinthians three, "Do you not know, church? Do you not know that you are God's temple, Mm. and that the Spirit of God, this what says, lives in you, richly dwells in you? Yeah, richly. Yeah. So because of that, that I understand." Then the church cannot be a building. Yeah. yeah. The church cannot be a building. That's right. And the, and the church building itself, the brick, the mortar, the sheetrock, the carpet, the pew, the chair, the church building in any way is not holy. Mm-hmm. It's not holy. No, no. That doesn't mean you can't have respect for it. And I understand the idea of reverence for it. But you don't have a church until the church shows up. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, Amen, bro. That's right. That's so, when you think about pews and chairs in that way, you know, it's a, it's a whole different way to, to look at it. When you look at, you know, culturally, when you see other brothers and sisters and Christ, Christians, how they worship, but, you know, even what Scripture says itself about the, you know, the holiness and the worship of God and who we are and our role in it. So, uh, so when you think about chairs or pews, you look at it. Look at it through that lens. And so uh, I will be completely honest with every person. So this is the fourth church I pastored, okay? 
And out of all four churches I pastored, guess how many of them had pews? All of them. One. None. <laughs> one. I guarantee you all of them had pews. Guarantee you yeah. all of them had yeah. pews. Yeah. And so I'm not speaking as an expert on this, you know, chair. So I don't like have this link I'm going to give you to get you know, <laughs> you know what's even worse is when the pews have like in oh, memory yes. of, oh, or yeah. honor yeah. of yeah. Yeah. in honor of so and so. This is a shrine at that point. Yeah. yeah, we're not even going to get into that. But yeah, we're worshiping <laughs> the pew at that point or that person. So I'm, I'm not speaking as an expert because every church I pastored had pews. I, I, I did, uh, in one church I was in, we put together a five-year plan. A five-year plan. We looked at our property. We looked at everything we had, and we had goals, and uh, and we put plans in place. And uh, part of the five-year plan in the fifth year, we were going to take out all the pews, and we were going to replace them with chairs. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But all the leadership was on board with it. And uh, be honest with you, the only reason we did not do it sooner was because uh, before I got there, there was a lady, I want to say, don't hold me to this now, but she, she had given a, a pretty good gift to the church, and uh, the money that was used to, was to kind of renovate the sanctuary, the worship center, and part of the money that was used was to redo all the pews. And they, they looked nice, but we didn't want to be bad stewards mm-hmm. of all that money that was spent to redo that so that we, you know, we agreed to give it some time before right, we would actually, right. like, take them out. So. Yeah. So I'm not an expert, you know what I'm saying? I can't sit here and tell you that, you know, I uh, have successfully ever done it. Uh, I was close at one church, but we left before we actually got to the fifth year. They ran your office. This guy's better take but, a piece but, of but chairs in the sanctuary. <laughs> yeah. We got to get rid of them. Yeah. So, yeah, well, kind of not really. <laughs> not really. But anyway. But uh, so, Josh, uh, so give us a little bit. So for those who don't know, he's in Altamaha Hall right now, but he's originally from Alabama. Bless him, Lord. Yeah, so we're trying to get him War saved. Yeah, well, War Eagle, you know, hey, mm. you know. Mm. If you like kissing cousins, then you're probably hey, from yeah. Alabama. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> but we're grateful for everybody from Alabama because now we have a toothbrush because of Alabama. Amen. Tooth. Toothbrush. Yeah. So yeah. anyhow. Uh, been in but, anywhere else been called Toothbrush. But, but Josh was a church planner. Yeah, church replanter. A church replanter in southwest Georgia. Yes. So, But you do have some experience with you, uh, <laughs> chairs and pews. So share yeah. a little story with yeah. us here. So as I was uh, working through this, this replant, which is pretty much just a, a rebranding, a restart of a church, the church uh, that I was at had uh, – had pews in this nice sanctuary, beautiful sanctuary. And I, I noticed people were scattered, right? There, there wasn't a sense of community like you talked about earlier. It was very much, this is where I'm going to sit. This is my pew. This is my section. And nobody's, nobody's going to come sit next to me or sit near me or whatever. So what I decided to do was take our worship service on Sunday morning and Sunday nights and Wednesday nights and just move everything into the old sanctuary that was used for a while. And we put up chairs. And the beautiful thing about chairs is you can take away chairs to make everybody sit closer together. Yes. Or you can add more chairs That's as the Lord right. blesses yeah. the ministry yeah. in Acts That's 2.47, right? right? Yeah, you add it to their number day by day. That's yeah. right. And so as we began to, uh, to see a, a closeness and a oneness, as we began to worship uh, the true and living God, the Lord blessed that. Right, and he he blessed the the ministry richly there, and and um, we we began to see people saved, um, see growth. We we did, and and, yeah. and the thing about the growth is it wasn't people who looked like us, right? You know, it it was it was what our community looked like, yeah. And that was the beautiful thing about mm. 
the taking away the pews and putting in chairs is it, it was a it was an uncomfortableness mm. among the people, right? Among the people, yes. But as we began to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, oh, yes. oh yeah, come on with it. That's right. He's preaching to my soul. The, yes. the Lord, the Lord began to bless the work of the ministry, mm. and so chairs in that way were used in that context, right, yeah. to make uncomfortable. Make a church uncomfortable. Yes. To be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. And in that way, promote unity and further God's kingdom. That's right. Through that. So that's, that's right. That's interesting. So so there you go. And right. it wasn't comfortable chairs either. It was the hard, the hard cold, plastic. aluminum, no, metal chairs. Oh, Lord, help. So any pastor who's listening to this, hey, get chairs and you'll grow by 200 next week. Amen. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so I, I actually have a uh, kind of a shocking story here. Um I, I, so, you know, I, I've been a part of this camp in Tennessee where well, I served on staff there for like 12 years. And um, the uh, director of the camp on Sundays when we were off really liked to uh, try to take as many different church services in one Sunday as he possibly could just to see the variety. Wow, and, and different on one styles. Sunday? Yeah, so like, you know, like on Sunday mornings. Y'all take sack lunch? Uh, no, but, but like... <laughs> <laughs> but but you know like he would find churches that start at different times on Sunday morning so we could go to like three or four different churches in a Sunday morning. You mean everybody don't start at eleven o'clock? Uh, I know that's crazy to think about, but no. But then uh, we would go to different uh, churches you know that that night too. So we we got exposed to a lot of different styles and, and different ideas and things. But this one church I'll never forget we go to and it's it's Sunday evening we're tired it's been a long day we get to this church and I, i'm shocked as i entered the sanctuary there was not chairs nor pews i'm kidding you not recliners praise the lord like they had Strand like it was like like they were set up no. as if they were pews but it was actually recl- no. recliners i was i was like this is this is unreal. Like this has to be a dream. Like this is just you thought crazy. you was in heaven. No, no, I, I have arrived. I, I, no, I just thought like, are they crazy? Like how? Like that was, somebody's know, definitely. Crazy. That was yeah, Robbie like, Gowdy's church. Like, and like, and they, they, like, they reclined. They were comfortable recliners. Like I got in, and I'm like, I cannot recline because as soon as the message starts, I will be so fast asleep. Like, I just uh, why who on earth. Like they, you know, that, that's a first world problem right there. Like, you know, was that a Christian church? You know? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee you, it wasn't a Baptist church. Yeah, no, <laughs> no but you know, just recliners. I, I've never seen to that extreme. That's yeah. that's just wild. So uh, anyway, we're getting close to wrapping this up. But uh, for for those who are listening, whether you're a pastor or not, you're at the church member. You know, I want you to think about it this way. Uh, first of all, is this for, for me? The whole issue is this. Uh, and everything we do in church, we have to think of this idea of stewardship. That's right. What I mean by stewardship, you know, how to make the best use of resources. That's right. and, and, and for the reason that I have been a proponent of chairs in every church that I pastored is this, is because most churches that I were in, the biggest room that we always have, is the sanctuary, sanctuary. Yeah. the worship center. Exactly. It is the biggest room. Yes. And every church I've been in, guess what we've always needed? More room. More room, yeah. More space. Yeah. And here you have like the biggest room on your whole campus 
And because there are pews in it, right or wrong, you can only do one thing in it. And that's yeah. half church in there. That's a half church. Yeah. So, like, if you had a children's event that you need more space, if a youth event you need more space, heck, vacation Bible school. Who don't yeah. need more space yeah, in BBS? Exactly. But if, that for me, you know, in my mindset, it's always a stewardship because, you know, uh, it's hard for churches to build. Yeah. It's hard for churches to have resources. And so for me, it's always been how can we best use the resources that we have in a way that, that honors the Lord. And for exactly. me, it's just always been, hey, if you got chairs in a room, you can always, like you said earlier, you can take chairs out. You yeah. can add chairs. That's right. If you need more space, you can, you know, just a, a variety of ways to use a room way more different than when you put pews. Because once some pews is down and bolted, yeah. then you pretty much... You know, you're pretty much landlocked. Yeah. So, I mean, how many times could could churches be used as like a like a shelter in place, uh, for like when when bad weather comes? Sure. But but they don't have the room because yeah. they've got they've got pews bolted down to the to the floor. Um, yeah. You know, uh, a church I uh, know, you know, a few years ago had to build a new sanctuary, um, and they you know started debating whether they needed uh, you know pews or chairs. Um, and I, I'll never forget how substantially cheaper the chairs were versus the pews. And, sure. I, and I mean, you know, if you're wanting to be good stewards of not only your space but your money, you know, like, you know, don't get me wrong, you got money, you need to spend it to, to, to further the kingdom. But, you know, that, that money could have been put to a lot better use yeah. we, somewhere else. Uh, went to a church three weeks ago, yeah. right, four yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. A brand-new sanctuary they just built. Not a big church, but they built a brand new nice sanctuary, and it's yeah. the biggest building they have. Yeah, and it's nice. I mean, it's nice, yeah. and they can do multiple things in that room. Yeah, but guess what they put in they it? Got pews they in put there. pews in yeah. it, and then and then they don't have no space for the kids. They don't have no space for yeah. the youth. Yeah. And I was like, man, if you just put chairs in here, you got multi-purpose yes. use. But so, so sometimes our own preferences can hinder the growth in other ministries because mm. of what we prefer. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah, and and I would say this, and for most people, it's a preference. Yeah. I mean, for most people, it's yeah. a preference. Well, people were born and raised that way. They went to church with pews. I'm, my very first church had old wooden pews. Oh yes. I mean, there was no padding. No padding, and what, they hurt. They hurt when you bad. sat on them. They were uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and, and man, it, it was just it, it was hard to sit there. But hey, that's what they were used to. Yeah. That's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They, they never wanted to move forward. Yeah, I was in a church, and we had those same oh, original man. pews. Oh, man. And, uh, and so I brought them the price. This is what it would cost to put chairs in, okay? And this is the cost to, like, make these pews comfortable. Yeah. It's night and day. Yeah. Night and day in the and, price. And, guess. and guess what they picked? Pews. They picked, they picked yeah. the pews. Yeah. They'd rather spend twice. Oh, yeah. Twice. So, and, anyway, and as, and, as, uh, and as the pastor. And the so. cost later on down the road? Yeah. Is a dying church. Yeah, Ooh. can be, Ooh. can be. Ooh. Yes, yes. Mm. yes. We want, we, yeah, we'll we people want to talk about that. that we want to be comfortable. We want to be comfortable, yeah, Pastor Josh. You, you, you went from chairs to coffins. Yeah, <laughs> real fast. <laughs> real fast. But like uh, Pastor Lewis saying, and for anybody who's listening, you know, for, for most people, it's a preference. Yeah. You may be, right. hey, I prefer a pew. I prefer a chair. But as as a pastor, this is you know. I, I have my preference. I'm not going to lie. I, I do have my preference, okay? I have my preference, and I can make my case. Yours is a couch, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's not even a couch in my office, right? <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised how many churches I've been in when they like do my office. Pastor, you want a couch in here? You want a chair? I'm like, no. 
<laughs> Give me a treadmill, man. I got work. Amen. <laughs> Do I look like I need a couch? So, yeah. But anyway, uh, but for me as a pastor, right, understanding where I am, understanding mm-hmm. my people. Mm-hmm. So as a pastor, I would just say this. Whatever your preference is, church leaders, whatever your preference is, I do not think, I do not think that this is a hill to die on. That's right. I don't yeah. think it's a hill to die on. Right. I don't no, think it's, it's I don't not. think it's worth uh, your testimony. I don't think it's worth the ministry of the church to make this a, a non-negotiable issue. You know, yeah. if you don't put chairs in here, I'm leaving. If you don't put chairs, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying that this is a hill to die on. For me yeah. as a pastor, it is not a hill to die on. But it is something that I think. Uh, as any church grows, as any church goes to the future, that they really do have to consider. They really do have to think about, you know, what would be better for us, not just today, but tomorrow in the future. Uh, Because as as you see prices of everything rising, inflation is high as all get out. There's no, I mean, there's no telling what it'll be two, four years from now. And so what we have, you know, like for us and other churches, you know, what you have is what you got, mm-hmm. and uh, before you know, you would make plans to to build anything else. I would always strongly encourage people: how can we make best use of the facility that we have now? Because mm-hmm. even like the time, yeah. like you take the sanctuary. I mean, how many hours a week do you actually use the sanctuary? An hour. All right. Well, it depends on who's preaching, well, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like my people say, an hour. We <laughs> wish we was out of here an hour, yeah, right? Exactly. But then I let them go for the rest of the day. They only have to come back on Sunday night. That's that? another podcast. That's how nice I am. Yeah. So, bless him, Lord. Bless him. But, yeah, but anyway, that goes, that's another discussion that we'll have. So, uh, but, yeah, but that's it's just good. something to think that's, about. That's I, I would say it's not a hill to die on. What would y'all say? Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, definitely definitely agree there. You got to you gotta pick and choose your battle. So, anyway, I would say, uh, hey, pray about it. Think about it. And keep, uh, keep the main thing the main thing. Keep the main man. thing the main Jesus thing. Jesus came yeah. to die for us. He did. Man. He That's did, good. didn't he? He died for people in Alabama. He <laughs> definitely died for people in Georgia. Amen. Amen. But yeah, so yeah, as uh, Josh is saying, as everybody in here would agree, uh, you know, as long as you uh, worship the Lord in spirit and truth, as long as you faithfully preach the gospel, yes. and not just preach the gospel, but as you preach the gospel, Invite people to surrender their life yeah, to King call to Jesus. Repentance. Call to faith and repentance. Yeah. Whether you do it in a chair, whether you do it in a pew. I got stories about walking on pews, standing up, but I'm not going to share those. But as <laughs> long as you're, as long as you're doing those things, uh, it it doesn't matter if you're a, a a chair church or a pew church, and, and that's the most important thing. So, yeah. uh, so anyhow, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, appreciate Josh. Y'all give Josh a hand. Yay! Yay. Appreciate Yay. it, brother, from coming. All the way over here from, uh, from those Wayne heathens, County. Wayne County, it's, yes. Yes, so, sir. So, you know what we call Lone County, don't you? It's Wrong County. Hey, Wrong man. County. <laughs> yes. Well, we have the ability to edit things. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, no, we appreciate uh, you and uh, and your uh, everything you're doing. And, yeah. uh, I'll, you know, I appreciate your heart for lost people, for missions and those different things. And look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, please give us a like and subscribe to the show. Give us a review and be sure to join us again next week for another episode of Try That in a Small Church.